Today, in this episode of the Simple is the New Smart podcast, we are talking about 20 things that you can start saying no to today, right away, in order to keep life more focused, simpler, and more valuable. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Simple is the New Smart podcast. I'm Zara Fagan, PhD, author of Minimalist Homeschooling and the creator of the Simple is the New Smart membership. And this is the place where we talk about how less really is more and how simple really is the new smart. This is the place for any homeschooler who wants to trade stress, exhaustion, overwhelm, and self-doubt for peace, clarity, confidence, and a sense of true abundance. It turns out that transforming our mindset really can transform our homeschools and our lives. We'll talk tips and strategies, stories and perspective, and interview people who have lessons to teach us. And I am just so happy that you're here. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, and welcome back to the Simple is the New Smart podcast. I am your host, Zara Fagan, and today we are talking about several things that you can say no to starting today to keep your life a little bit simpler. First of all, I want to give a shout out to Sarah, who was nice enough to take the time to send me a little message. And Sarah is one of those people who has been around since the beginning. The book Minimalist Homeschooling was published about five years ago, and I think I have known Sarah virtually pretty much since then. So for five years, um, we've sort of been hanging out online together. And she said, hey, Sarah, dropping in to say thank you for putting energy toward a podcast. It's exactly the format I needed this season as we look into the coming school year. Also, for a few years now, I've heard the complex plans of friends and feel so relieved every time I open my spiral notebook or glance at my reverse schedule. We are keeping it simple to the best of our ability. And the podcast reminder nuggets plus dirty planning are the only things I really needed this year. Bliss. Thanks again. So first of all, Sarah, thank you so much. And second of all, it reminds me that I can tell you guys that on my YouTube channel, which is Zara PhD is the YouTube channel. I have a video about a simple spiral notebook that people love, 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 love. So if you haven't seen that yet, and you're looking for a simple way to plan for your family, check that out. I also have a very old video from back in the day about reverse scheduling, how I do sort of a structured reverse schedule. So again, you can go check that out. If that sounds appealing to you, those are there. And then she also also makes reference to the quick and dirty planning tutorial, which is just one of many tutorials that you will find inside the Simple is the New Smart membership. So the link for that is resources.zaraphd.com forward slash simple dash is dash the dash new dash smart. Thanks so much, Sarah, for taking the time to shout out. Thank you so much for reminding me to highlight things that are really useful that are out there to everyone to make homeschooling sane again. And let's get on now with talking about all of the things that we can say no to starting today that will keep our life so much simpler and focused and therefore valuable. Because when we cut out all the extras that are less valuable, we get to concentrate, like literally concentrate instead of dilute. We get to concentrate all those valuable things. So I'm really excited about this podcast because it's so easy. It's one of those like duh moments, which I kind of love when you have those revelations that make you feel like it's so obvious because that means it's so simple and it's so easy. So let's do this. Okay. So here are my 20 things to say no to. The first one, super obvious. Say no to extra stuff or new stuff, right? This is sort of the obvious one for minimalism and minimalist homeschooling in general. Say no to more clothes, 
more toys, more gadgets, more dishes, more shoes, more books, more craft kits or supplies, more home decor, all of it. Say no. Say no to more landscaping that needs your time. Say no to more things and more stuff in whatever form that comes in because it all requires maintenance. You have to find a place for it all and then you have to make sure it keeps getting back to its place, right? Say no to the stuff. Number two, say no to thinking that you're too busy. This is a huge one. This is like my big impact. If you stop the podcast right now after this number two, then you all have taken a huge revelation away with you. Say no to thinking that you're too busy. We tell ourselves a story about how busy we are as a culture, as a society. So a lot of people brag about it. It's something to hang your hat on about how busy you are because it's somehow reflective, therefore, of how much you're getting done and your productivity. And somehow that's reflective of your value. It's really not a true story, guys. How much you're getting done does not equate to your value. And you are never too busy for the most important things. So challenge that story. Every time you think I'm just too busy, tell yourself, no, I'm not too busy or I'm choosing to be busy. If that's how I feel, I don't have to be busy. And then go through the rest of this list to see if some, there are some things that you can pull out that will make you feel less busy. So say no to that thought, that persistent thought that is so pervasive in our society of thinking we're busy. Stop thinking you're busy. Stop giving in to that. Stop indulging that. Okay. So number three, this goes along really well with number two, say no to activities and they come in all the different forms. They come in invitations from friends and family and activities that you can do with other homeschoolers and activities you can do for your homeschool, whether that's field trips or nature centers or craft kits, all the things you can do that go onto your calendar. Start saying no to putting things on your calendar. Like just start saying no to some things that don't have to happen right now, but that maybe could happen another time so that you don't feel busy. And this goes along with something I really want to make a point of here with number three is I want you to stop using the word should. I've talked about this before and start making everything a maybe or a might. So instead of I should do that, I might do that. Maybe we'll do that. And this goes really, really well with homeschooling. I should have my kids make a diorama of the seven wonders of the ancient world. Instead, let's say maybe my kids will make a diorama of the seven wonders of the ancient world, right? So every should can be replaced with a might or a maybe. And the only the things that get replaced with a want, I want us to do that. I want myself to do that. Those are the things that take a higher priority. Everything else, every other should is a might or a maybe. Okay, so number four, after saying no to some of the activities, number four is saying no to a long to-do list. Restrict yourself. Only allow your to-do list to have the number of things that you can reasonably complete in a day. And if you need to put some things that are high priority on the next day, then use use the next day for those to-dos, right? But your to-do for today, I would say would be three, four, five, six things in addition to homeschooling, in addition to being a spouse, in addition to keeping a home, in addition to all the other things that you enjoy doing and want to be doing, right? So keep your to-do list really minimal. Say no to the long to-do list. I personally, I have a planner that I just use for to-dos. Honestly, it's one of those inexpensive spiral notebook planners. There are you know squares for each day. When you open it up, it shows a whole week right? But on each day, I just write three to six things that I need to do that day that are in addition to my normal roles in life. So if I need to call a doctor, if I need to send an email, if I need to return something, those sorts of things, I will put a few to-dos 
on each day in that separate planner. So then when I get a minute to do something, I just check in with that. Another way that you can do it is just keep a running to-do list, but make sure that you're not expecting to get it all done. At the beginning of the day, grab a post-it note and choose maybe the three highest priorities off your running to-do list and just look at that post-it note today. Right. So say no to a really, really long to-do list. If you need to brain dump and have a long to-do list, that's fine. But somehow for each day, focus on just a few of the most important things so that your to-dos are reasonable and they're doable. Number five, say no to social media. Cut down the time that you're on social media. Do a complete detox. Don't go on social media at all for the weekend. These are all sorts of ideas where you can really claim some of your time, claim some of your mental energy and your emotional energy by saying no to social media. If it is not serving you, purge it. That goes for everything in our life. If it is not serving you, if it's not helping you be who you want to be, then let's get rid of it. And along those lines, number six, in general, purge your tech time. However much time you are spending on TVs or podcasts or any other technological um, convenience and entertainment that we have, check in on that and see if you can start saying no to that in order to live the life that you imagined, right? In order to be who you'd like to be. You don't have to cut it all out. I'm saying start to say no to the things that are not serving you including your tech time. Number seven, say no to complaining. Say no to toxicity. Say no to negativity. Don't allow yourself to go there and don't allow the people around you to go there. I literally will look at my kids and I will say no complaining because it doesn't serve us. And when we're talking about minimalism, it's all about purging the things that don't help us be who we want to be. And I've never known complaining to help anyone be who they want to be. And every once in a while, we need to rant to a friend who understands so that we get that affirmation. I get it. We need to rant to our spouse. But on a general level, on a daily level, when we're talking about our habits, the flow of our days, and how we can live more minimally, say no to complaining. Don't let yourself complain and try to avoid others who tend to complain a lot and teach your family not to complain. You guys can have heart to hearts, but in general, let's not be complaining about every little thing, right? Say no to random advice. (laughs) This is particularly important in homeschooling. If you want to keep it simple and you want to keep it focused and you want to keep it valuable to you, what's meaningful to you, say no to random advice. And it is all over the place. So if you're on social media and you have not purged social media, you will find so much advice there. And a lot of it is unsolicited. If you feel like you need advice, you can seek it out. If this podcast, for example, Simple as the New Smart, helps you be who you want to be, then by all means, listen to the podcast. If you need advice on a certain thing from a certain individual who you know will help you be the homeschooler you need to be, then go seek out that person. But at the moment when we just start surfing for random advice, we lose hours of our days and we lose our confidence. And really be intentional about going to seek the advice that you know you need instead of just taking everything that's out there in the internet. So say no to random advice. Number nine, say no to holiday extravaganzas, whether that comes in the form of cooking and baking, (laughs) get togethers, hosting things, decorations, keep gift giving simple. I'm not saying to cut it all out, but say no to some of the extravagances. Say no to the things that are making you grumpy about the holiday instead of enabling you to enjoy the holiday. Start saying no to the things that 
take away from the value and the meaning and take away from the enjoyment. So all of the extravagances that go with holidays and special events, try to simplify those. Say no to being elaborate and complicated and say no to all of those shoulds. So going back to what I was talking about with the activities, instead of thinking of the holidays in terms of everything you should be doing, turn those into might, maybe, and want tos. Okay, say no, number 10, to rushing and hurrying. This is a choice you make. You are choosing to be in a rush. You are choosing to hurry. Whether that's because you didn't plan enough time or whether that's because this is our constant state. I know for me, I am used to, I was raised in a home where everything was a hurry and everything was a rush because my mother had a philosophy that she would rather spend those last 10 minutes doing dishes than to have us get there early and have to sit around for 10 minutes. So she was always pushing everything and trying to be productive right up to that last minute until it was time to leave. And then we were in a huge hurry because it was time to leave right at that instant, right? So I know that I grew up with that tendency and that culture and that mindset. And I have to work really hard to break that idea of what productivity looks like and whether it's actually worth it. I had to question whether it is actually worth it to spend those 10 minutes doing the dishes or to be 10 minutes early. And I came to the conclusion that it wasn't worth my peace to try to cram in 10 more minutes of anything, right? Because we deserve to live a life of simplicity and peace. I don't want to be in a rush. So say no to rushing, say no to hurrying. I know life happens, guys. There are going to be some times when the baby's diaper explodes everywhere and it was unexpected. Somebody spills something. You can't find something. I get it. There are days when you can't help it. Tragedy strikes and you're running late. But for the most part, try to think ahead at about how you can reduce the amount of rushing and hurrying you have in your life. Start to be a detective about when you're rushing, when you're hurrying, and how you can say no to that more often. Also, I will say here, while I don't like being late, I also still try really hard not to hurry even when we are running late. So let me put it this way. I think to myself that it's not a big deal that we're going to be a couple minutes late. I don't like it. I try to avoid it. But I know that I, for example, when I had three young children, I walked into our co-op like 20 minutes late once. Perfectly calm. Everyone was fine. My kids were happy, but something had happened with the baby that had made us really, really late and there was nothing I could do about it. So I just went through everything that needed to be done to get out the door. We got out the door when we could. We ended up getting there just fine. Everyone's healthy. Everyone's happy. And I unfortunately was 20 minutes late for like the morning announcements and everything like that. But I also have to realize that that's not the end of the world. It wasn't worth my peace just because I was going to miss the morning announcements at the co-op. Does that make sense? And one of the mothers made a comment to me and said, I bet you were much nicer to your children than I was trying to get out the door this morning. We laugh, but it goes to show that really a lot of times, even when we are late, it is not worth the damage that is done when we lose our peace. So even when you are running late, you get to decide whether you're going to be in a hurry. Okay, number 11, say no to distractions. When your kids are talking to you, no matter how easy it is to multitask, 
Make sure, even if you are multitasking, even if you're still cutting the onions for dinner, make sure you're present in the moment. Make sure you're having that conversation. Life is so much more enjoyable if you are actually in the moment. And I know all the parenting blogs and the intentional parenting, they talk all about this and we get it. We understand. Put the phone down when you're at the park with your kids. Put the phone down in general when you're with your kids. All of those things. Say no to distraction and really try to be intentionally present in everything that you're doing. Okay, number 12, say no to unhealthy food. So this might seem odd for living a simple and minimal life. This might seem odd for telling you that, um, you know, you'll be less stressed. But seriously, guys, when you feel better, you're less irritable, you have more energy, you're more likely to be patient, you're more likely to enjoy your day because you're not feeling kind of weighted down. Maybe you don't even realize that you're walking around with like headaches all the time or random aches and pains and things that come from chronic inflammation from our foods. And if you just start to say no to unhealthy foods more often than not, you will start to feel better. You're going to feel lighter. You're going to have more energy. You're going to have more patience. You're going to have more happiness in general. And I think that helps us enjoy our life. It helps us to live a more peaceful life and it kind of simplifies life because I know that unhealthy foods are really, really convenient, but when that stops being an option, you get really good at eating healthy foods and it does become simpler to eat healthy foods. Once you get into the practice of it, I can speak from experience. So once you get in the habit of eating healthy, that becomes just as easy and just as convenient, right? I've seen those lines at Chick-fil-A guys that cannot be quick and convenient. (laughs) That cannot be a quick solution or alternative. So next, I want to talk about a few things that go probably broadly under the category of boundaries and creating boundaries. So say no more often to obligations. We talked about this a little bit with the activities and all the shoulds. You need to check in on all these things you feel obligated to do, whether it's for friends, family, church, um, your homeschool, whatever you feel obligated to do. You need to check in and see how it feels And what is serving you being who you want to be? So I'm not saying serving you in a very selfish way, because I think most of us want to be very giving people. Most of us want to be active in our churches or active in our children's lives and active with our families and active and helpful with our friends. Like we want to be those people. So I'm not saying to say no to all of the obligations. I'm saying say no to the obligations that exceed, that go over that line of you being helpful or you being charitable. So number 14, then also in boundaries, I would say, stop neglecting your own self-care, stop neglecting respect and courtesy for yourself and compassion for yourself, right? And your own needs. So stop ignoring those, stop neglecting yourself, stop depriving yourself of those basic courtesies that you need, the same courtesies that you would afford other people. Stop neglecting those courtesies for yourself and start treating yourself more like you would respect everyone else, right? So stop neglecting yourself because I do think that that then refocuses us and empowers us to be a better version of ourselves right? And minimalism isn't about like purging all the things. Minimalism is about purging the things that aren't serving you. So the other part of minimalism is therefore it opens up space for the most important things. And in your life, taking care of you, whether you want to hear this or not, taking care of you is one of your most important things. Very few people have someone else making sure that you're, they're taken care of. Does that make sense? You likely, I don't, 
I have a very loving husband, but he's not going to be watching over me, making sure that I'm taking care of myself. He's not there telling the kids back off, let your mom shower, back off, let your mom have a meal. He's not there to do that. And nor is that his role, right? So I have to be the one to take care of myself. And because if I'm not taking care of myself, nobody else is going to step up and make sure it happens. If I'm not eating healthy, if I'm not sleeping well, if I'm not doing the things that I need to be at my best, nobody else is going to be like, Hey, I carved out this time for you to go work out. Hey, I carved out this time for you to get a good night's rest. Like we actually have to protect ourselves and do those things for ourselves. So stop neglecting yourself. If you want to have a simpler, more peaceful, more meaningful, more valuable life. Okay. So stop neglecting your own respect. And then number 15 goes along with that. Stop with the sleep deprivation, right? So stop depriving yourself of sleep. I know you think that you are getting a little bit more done and a little bit more done, but then it's actually been proven through science that we are less productive when we're sleep deprived. So stop with the sleep deprivation because it's actually one of the most valuable things in your life. We want more of the valuable things and less of the extra instead of sacrificing your sleep please sacrifice something else that is less important. Okay. So number 16, let's stop leaving the house. If you can stay home and don't have to leave the house for a day, do it. It's blissful. It makes life so much simpler, right? So stop leaving the house as often as you can. Don't leave the house. All right. Number 17, stop complicating things. This sounds kind of like, Sarah, what are you talking about? Of course, I don't complicate things, but you do. We all do. We complicate things often in the name of should, of some perfectionism or some ideal or some story that we grew up with about how things should be. Please simplify your meals, simplify your chores, simplify the homeschooling and the schoolwork. Just say no to the extras, to the elaborate, to the perfectionism. Say no to making things complicated, okay? Okay. Number 18 goes along with this. Say no to perfectionism. So a lot of times we will just keep doing things and keep doing things because we want it to be perfect. A lot of times we will beat ourselves up because we don't have the perfect homeschooling. So we keep adding more and adding more and adding more. And instead of things being perfect, I prefer to think about things as being plenty. If we live in an environment of plenty and abundance, then we no longer have to beat ourselves up about being perfect, right? There's a really nice saying that says, you don't have to be perfect to be amazing. So if we're giving plenty, if we're doing plenty, if we have plenty, then that is great. That's amazing. We don't have to be perfect. We can be plenty. So number 19, start saying no to some of the cleaning. And by this, I mean, delegate. Please, please, please tell me that you are saying no to every single chore that your kids are capable of doing, especially if you have multiple children. If someone else in your home can do it, preferably someone who is a child in the home can do it, please have them do it. Start saying no to the chores in the name of teaching your children valuable life skills, in the name of teaching your kids responsibility, in the name of teaching your kids how to be part of a family and part of a team, part of a relationship that it is give and take, right? In the name of your own sanity, start saying no to chores. If somebody else can do it, have them do it. Because goodness knows there are plenty of things through the day that nobody else can do except you, right? Especially when we're homeschooling. There are so many demands on our time that the things that we can delegate, we must delegate. 
Okay. So start saying no more often to chores. Somebody else can load the dishwasher. Somebody else can unload the dishwasher. Somebody else can wipe down surfaces. Somebody else can sweep. Someone else can vacuum, right? These are all things that starting at very young ages, children can learn how to do and they can help out with. And going along with this, my number 20 is say no to messes. I once heard someone say, as a parent, say yes as often as you can. Guys, I tried it for one day and I was miserable because suddenly my kids wanted to do all the messy things. I was like digging things out of the sink that had like taking apart the drain because things had fallen down the drain. There was Play-Doh everywhere. There was so like I have a rule of no slime in my house ever at all because I just don't have the bandwidth. I don't have the energy or the time to deal with what comes with slime right? We tried it once and it was a huge mess and it took too much time and it took too much of my energy and it stole our peace and it wasn't worth it. So I'm not saying say no to messes all the time, but I don't encourage that mentality of saying yes, anytime your kids want to do things, right? So the idea was that this particular blogger was saying, say yes, whenever you can say yes to the baking, say yes to the projects, say yes, whenever you can. Well, in all fairness, we can say yes, like 90% of the time. And I found that that led to a very stressful day because if I'm not aware of what's going to be messy and what's not going to be messy, my children certainly aren't paying attention to what's going to be messy and what's not going to be messy. And so it's up to me as a parent to figure out what's going to be a reasonable level of mess that we can clean up and that we can deal with and that won't overrun our day and that won't steal my peace. So go ahead and feel free to say no to messes. If today is not a good day to be cleaning up from baking because you have other things going on, then say no to the baking project. By all means, reschedule it for another day when you have less going on, but say no to messy things, in my opinion. I know there are going to be plenty of people who disagree with me and say they only live once and they're only children once. And, you know, I only live one life also. And while I can deal with messes, that is not what's going to bring us as a family necessarily the best, most meaningful, most valuable day. There are plenty of other things that we can do that will let them enjoy their childhood and me enjoy parenthood, right? So those are my 20 things. I'll run down them really quickly. Say no to the stuff. Say no to thinking you're too busy. Say no to activities. Say no to a long to-do list. Say no to social media. Say no to tech time. Say no to complaining. Say no to random advice. Say no to holiday extravagance. Say no to rushing and hurrying, no to distractions, no to unhealthy foods, say no to all the obligations and shoulds, say no to neglecting your own personal self-care, say no to sleep deprivation, say no to leaving the house, say no to complicating things and making it all sorts of extra, say no to perfectionism, say no to cleaning, and say no to extra messes every once in a while, or as often as you need to, to keep your home meaningful and valuable. So there you have it, guys. These are my say no, just say no rules for keeping life a little bit simple and a little bit more valuable, focused, and meaningful to you and your family so that you can enjoy your days as much as your children are. And with that, I am wishing you all the simple things. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. If you'd like to help the Simple as a New Smart podcast be visible and easily found by other homeschoolers looking for simple, I hope that you will leave a great review on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform, subscribe, and tell a friend. Thanks so much.